And I'll let the music do the talking. Get money, yo. My man, what's up, brother? Here we got, father. Give you a call back in a little bit. East Coast, Philadelphia, born and raised In the streets is where I spent most of my days Chilling out, maxing, relaxing, all cool And against my dad's wishes when I dropped out of school But mom didn't raise no fool, nor a rookie My life took a change when I found my first bookie I'm ditching the streets, full of drugs, thugs, and thieves Trying to get this paper and a cheesesteak from Steve's Next thing I know, I'm one of the wise guys It's like larceny, and we exchanging high fives I don't care who wins, beat the number, is the challenge And you don't want to go against my expert mathematics Move money, move the line, raise the stakes We make mad moves, mad flavor like some tasty cakes then we dip in my trans eminence a stunner collect loot slapping hands with the vegas runner <laughs> that's right the philly godfather we don't care who wins we need to cash bets so that's why i get the best on the fix 10 p.m to 1 a.m live in the prop swap studio so enough messing around let's bring him into the conversation godfather how are you sir great man you know what they say good teams win and great teams cover so that's what it's all about, cashing tickets. And uh, I didn't know you had Harry and, uh, and John on, man. They're two of my favorite guys on the planet. There you go, man. So it's a it's a heck of a lineup tonight. I know they're your boys, and uh, I'm lucky enough to, I guess, call them friends. I'll, I'll say they're my friends. And, uh, you know, but you're leading off, man. So where do we start? Because you look at the slate of NFL Week 4, uh, obviously tonight, Thursday night, always leads us off with everything. The Titans and Steelers, that game's canceled because of COVID. So I'll let you kind of start us off as I have some other games here I want to ask you about. But game number one, what's the number one game that you think there's a real opportunity to make money this Sunday? Actually, it's a total. It's the total on the Eagles-San Fran game. I mean, if you look at each team's defensive stats this year, they look pretty sound. And the Eagles' pass defense, uh, they're giving up 224 yards per game which is actually the seventh best in the NFL. But if you dig a little deeper uh, into these numbers and you start peeling off the layers, your opinion starts to change somewhat. I mean, uh, I think those defensive stats for the Birds are a little bit skewed considering the fact that Washington ranks um, you know, 28th and the Bengals rank 31st in yards for pass attempt metric. And the Rams were able to pass the ball you know, successfully against them at 9.2 yards uh, per pass. Um, so that Eagles pass defense... You know, it looks good on paper. It might be a little skewed a little bit. And then uh, you look at their other strength, which is supposed to be their defensive line and their pass rush, and they did play lights out against the Bengals. They recorded eight sacks. Uh, again, their adjusted sack rate numbers, like I said, look really strong on paper. But then when you consider the fact that the Redskins' offensive line ranks 28th in the NFL in protecting their quarterback, and the Bengals, I think, might be dead last in that metric, and they couldn't record one sack against Jared Goff, you know, with the mediocre offensive line that the Rams have, I think they're ranked 12th in the NFL in protecting their quarterback. You start scratching your head a little bit. So I like the over here, man. I went over 44 points, over 45 points. Uh, I mean, if you just look at the Eagles defense, they gave up a combined 50 points to the Redskins and the Bengals, two teams that have the sixth and seventh worst scoring offenses uh, in football. So I, I like the total here. I went over uh, 44, I went over 45. I think the current number's up to 46. And I actually like I like the Eagles here at plus seven. I, you know, most people are jumping ship on this Eagles team. And to me, that's the best time to buy on a team when no one else likes them. You know, the NFL has a way of 
making you hate a team and stop betting them, and all of a sudden those teams start covering the spread. It's not going to be easy going into San Francisco. Uh, but, again, the 49ers are, you know, they're banged up, they're wounded, and uh, they should be laying seven points, you know, at home against this Philadelphia Eagles team. Yeah, and you talk about betters and fans giving up on the Eagles. 65% of the spread bets have gone to the 49ers, so fading the public isn't the worst idea either there, right? Yeah, and it's just going to keep rising. By kickoff, you're probably going to see 70 75% of all tickets punched into Vegas, in Atlantic City, offshore, you know, at some of the offshore betting houses that's going to be on San Francisco, especially the way, you know, they blew out the Giants and, and the Jets. So this is a team that, uh, you know, people remember them last year in the Super Bowl, how great they were. But this isn't the same team with all the injuries, you know, on the field. All right, so let's do some, uh, you know, around the horn, rapid fire. I'm going to go through as many games as we can here, and you can say I don't like it or give the pick. It's uh, it's your call. You're the godfather. So Sunday, 1 o'clock, October 4th, Seattle traveling to Miami. In Seattle right now, Russell Wilson looks like a robot. Uh, they're six-and-a-half-point favorites on the road. Can Miami cover that spread, or what are you looking at for that game? Well, the only way I can take Miami is if it gets over that key number of seven. If you see this game goes to seven, seven and a half, you're going to see a lot of resistance by some of the sharper guys. Uh, Seattle looks unstoppable. As of right now, I think 80% of all the tickets placed are on the Seahawks. And you, you might see that number go up to as high as 90%. Who's going to bet on Miami here at home against Russell Wilson? Arguably the best quarterback in the NFL. And he's probably going to win the MVP this year, probably when it's all said and done. Uh, to me, bookmakers are begging to take Seattle here under that key number of uh, seven at six and a half. Uh, don't be surprised if you see a backdoor cover with Miami here. Mm. All right, interesting. Yeah, that, that six and a half scares me a little bit, but uh, we'll see. Seattle's on fire. All right, another one o'clock game. Baltimore, Lamar Jackson, 0 and 3 now, lifetime against Andy Reid, Money Mahomes, and the Kansas City Chiefs. Can't get it done against them. Coming off that loss, and they travel to Washington against the football team, and they're 13 and a half point favorites, and the entire world loves them to bounce back. Do you? I mean, the line opened up 12. It went up to 13, and I'm looking at the screen right now. It's as high as 14 in some places. Uh, the Redskins right now have the best uh, pass rush in the NFL. They're ranked number one in just a sack rate. But they've had some problems with running quarterbacks this year. Uh, Kyler Murray, Baker Mayfield, and uh, Lamar Jackson. You know, I, I, I trash him sometimes on Twitter. I talk about him being the best running back that ever played the quarterback position. But this is definitely a bounce-back game for Baltimore. Uh, it's not going to be easy covering this spread. I, Honestly, uh, anything over 14 points, I might be looking to take the dog here. But uh, as of right now, I haven't touched the game. I'm with you with Lamar, by the way. He needs to prove it in the playoffs. He needs to prove it against good teams. He's in a great system, but I don't know. I'm just saying. Anyway, moving on. 1 o'clock game, Chargers traveling to Tampa Bay and the Bucks, Seven-point favorites. The Chargers, they don't look bad, man. They, they should have beaten the Chiefs, arguably. Uh, what was that in week two? They took them to overtime. They ended up losing by a field goal. Uh, Tampa Bay, they're cruising a little bit now, maybe getting in the groove. Not that they're anything elite yet. Do you like the Bucks to cover a touchdown spread? Man, that number's right on. I mean, uh, I made the number seven. The game opened up a little short. I think it opened up four and a half or five, and it's moved up to seven. So there's some sharp money early on Tampa Bay. Uh, scares me a little bit. Public's going to be all over this Tampa Bay team after they you know, won that uh, last week, 28-10. Man, uh, this is a tough game to call. This number's right on. Uh, if anything, I kind of like the under a little bit. you got two uh, defensive squads here. 
I went under 45 on the game, but I think it's down to 43 and a half. If you go under 43 and a half, I think you cash a ticket. All right, there we go. Another matchup here and uh, impacting the Eagles, the Dallas Cowboys, and I think they're a little bit overrated, and the public always comes out the gates heavy uh, regarding the Dallas Cowboys from a betting standpoint. They're at home against the overhyped Baker Mayfield Browns. Four-and-a-half-point favorites Dallas uh, is in Jerry World. Do you like Dallas to cover the four-and-a-half number per DraftKings? I actually laid four on them. When, when the line opened up, it's up to four-and-a-half. I won't lay more than four on this team. This team always seems to perform uh, a lot better at home than they do on the road. Last year, the average, uh, I think they scored an extra 14 points at home than they did on the road. So uh, at home, this is a much different team. I know they're a little banged up, uh, but they can put up points. You saw what they did with Atlanta. And uh, this Cleveland team, uh, I mean, on the road, I'm not sure about them. And they got a lot of uh, alpha males on this team, a lot of talent. They just haven't really been able to gel together uh, the right way. I kind of like Dallas here minus four. Lions and Saints, and the Lions beat, in my mind, a good Arizona Cardinals team. Kyler Murray, uh, NFL MVP odds are, are shooting lower and lower uh, in the positive direction. But who do you like in this game? I'm, I'm seeing where I, where I look, Saints four-point favorites against Detroit. Yeah, minus four. The public's going to be all over New Orleans here, and you can't blame them. I mean, uh, but the reality is this Saints team could have started off uh, 0-3 if Tampa Bay didn't turn the ball over three times in that first game of the season. Tampa Bay really gave them that game. It wasn't a game that, you know, the Saints won. I mean, three turnovers, anytime you you lose a turnover battle, you're going to lose the game 80% of the time, and you're not going to cover the spread right around 80% of the time. So this is a Saints team that's got to bounce back here. Uh, On the road, it's not going to be tough. It's going to be very, very difficult in Detroit. Uh, gun to my head, if I had to pick a side, I'd probably be on the public side. I'd probably take the Saints minus four. Colts and Bears, and it's Nick Foles' time in Chicago. Trubisky benched, and Chicago's at home, and the Colts have the 38-year-old Phillip Rivers, and the Bears, two-and-a-half-point dogs? Do you like the yeah. Bears and Nick Foles at home, or not so much? Now, I kind of like the Colts here. Uh, you know, I had the Colts to go over eight wins on the season and had them to win their division. This is a team that's ranked number one in opposing yards for uh, – for, uh, per play, they got a solid defense, number one in opposing points per game. This, this Colts uh, defense is, uh, is for real, and offense are not bad. They're ranked 13th in points per game as well and 10th in, uh, in yards per play. So uh, they tripped up the first week against the Jags. Uh, they lost 27-20. They lost the turnover battle in that first game, but they actually had almost twice as many total yards as, as Jacksonville. So this is a Colts team that, that I think is going to go deep. Uh, I, like, I like the Colts here, minus two and a half. Cardinals on the road against the Panthers, and I'm on the Cardinals bandwagon. I, I'm a big fan of Kyler Murray. I think he's legit. He can throw the rock as well as run it. Uh, and they're three-point favorites on the road. Are they due for a letdown, or you think they can cover that number? That's a tough number to cover on the road, especially with a quarterback Bridgewater that doesn't turn the ball over. Mm-hmm. Like I just mentioned, the turnovers are so key in these games. I think this number, uh, if anything, I like the home dog plus the three-and-a-half here. There's some real sharp money on uh, Carolina as well. There's two different sharp uh, sports betting syndicates that uh, love Carolina here. The Vikings are traveling to Houston. And, Godfather, I I loved Houston last week with the points against the Steelers, and they let me down. Now they're at home against what I think is a bad Vikings team. But four-point favorites, Houston, uh, right now. What do you like there? Yeah, I mean, three weeks in a row, Houston hasn't been able to uh, outperform the market. I mean, We've bet them almost every week, and uh, they've let us down. And if they can't win this game and cover the spread here, 
I mean, forget about it. You might see the coach get fired. Uh, yeah, Houston's definitely the right side. Uh, three and a half. If you play the three and a half, it's up to four in some spots. But the Texans are definitely the right side. The Giants. I was an idiot last week, and I took the Giants with the points. And San Francisco dominated and steamrolled them. Giants are getting 12 and a half now against that Rams team that put up a ton of points late against the Buffalo Bills. 12 and a half is where I'm looking. I don't know what you have. Who do you like in that? Don't feel bad. That, that last week that line opened up four and a half, and uh, a lot of sharp money was all over New York. Line closed minus three. So it was a full one and a half point move, and then San Fran goes out there and just blows out the water. Uh, so don't feel bad about this one. I actually put the Giants on my no bet list. I, I will not bet them for the rest of the year. Uh, I just can't put my finger on this team. I can't put my finger on Danny Jones. I know pressure gets to him, uh, but. I mean, <laughs> Giants should have been able to stay in that game last week. As 13-point dogs, man, if that game goes to – if this line goes to 14, I'll probably, <laughs> probably want to bet them again. But like I said, I put them on the do-not-bet list. I like it. I'll join you uh, on that list. All right, just a couple more games here for Philly Godfather. This is my favorite game that I'm looking forward to watching, and I'm going to bet it. I love the Patriots here. The Patriots are getting six and a half. Some places it may have moved to seven, so you can get into that. But going to Kansas City, can Kansas City cover that, or does this have Bill Belichick covering written all over it? I mean, coming off a big emotional win against Baltimore, which was, you know, they were supposed to be the two juggernauts in the AFC, uh, you might see a little letdown. I mean, Belichick's obviously going to try and use the same game plan he used against the Raiders, who were putting up a bunch of points. I think they ran for uh, – uh, 250 yards in that game. Uh, but Cam, you know, proved to say he can still throw the ball. Against Seattle, he had 397 passing yards. Uh, but more than likely, I'm, you're probably going to see uh, the Patriots try to control the clock, time of possession, run the ball down Kansas City's throat because that's where they're vulnerable a little bit on defense. And uh, as long as they don't lose a turnover battle, they should definitely cover that seven-point spread. It's going to be a good one, 425 Eastern in Kansas City. Two more for Philly Godfather. Buffalo traveling to Vegas against the Raiders, and they're three-point favorites on the road. I like the Raiders. I think they're getting overlooked a little bit by odds makers. Am I off off base with that? Man, I'm a, I'm a Buffalo Bills fan this year. Bills Mafia, I took them at the beginning of the year at 33-1 to to win the whole thing. Wow. Uh, I mean, if they can get home field uh, throughout, Imagine going up to Buffalo for the AFC Championship game in minus five degree weather. It's going to be tough to beat that team. I don't care if you're the Chiefs. I don't care if you're the Ravens or the Steelers. Man, this is, this is a tough one here. Uh, in Vegas, line opened up two and a half. It's up to three, three and a half at some of the sharper offshore books. Whew, man, the home dog is definitely the right side plus three and a half. But uh, Josh Allen uh, showed a lot of grit last week coming back after giving up that he big did. lead and beating the Rams, it's not one of those games I'm, you know, rushing to bet. Yeah, no, it's it's a tough one. I'm a Bills fan, too, this year. He has that weapon on the outside, finally, Stephon Diggs, and they're they're balling out in Buffalo. So that's a tough one. Uh, Eagles, Sunday night football, and we touched on this to open. You, you really discussed the total, and I think you already gave me this, but just to confirm it once again, to wrap it up, you like the Eagles with the touchdown, uh, the touchdown uh, laying it down there? Yeah, everyone's jumping off the train. Everyone's trashing Carson uh, Wentz. Uh, this kid's got something to prove. I think uh, Peterson comes out with a, a solid game plan against a wounded San Francisco team. And I think it's just too many points to give the Eagles. I mean, if you remember, in the beginning of the year, their projected Vegas win total was at 9.5. They still, even at 0-2-1, they, 
they still have a 23% chance of making the playoffs because the NFC East is so weak. It's the only division in football that every team has a negative point differential. So uh, the Eagles still got a shot, man. So uh, I'm taking the Eagles at anything plus seven or better, and I like the over as well. And the Monday night game, just to wrap it up, the Falcons on the road, and you talk about coaches getting fired, man. I mean, if they lose this one, when is when is Quinn getting fired? But seven-point dogs the Falcons are against Green Bay, who look really good right now. You taking Green Bay with the points? Uh, man, I've gotten burned with Atlanta so far this year a couple of times. Uh, Atlanta's the right side, anything over seven points. The game opened up five, it's up to seven. Seven and a half. Aaron Rodgers looks unstoppable. The public's going to be all over Green Bay here. But Matt Ryan can throw the ball. Uh, the right side's Atlanta, but you might end up with the wrong result at uh, Lambeau Field, especially with that turf. Oh, man. Well, I know more times than not, if you follow Philly Godfather, you're going you're gonna to land on the right side of things, and that's why we bring him on. And we just ran through the entire NFL Week 4 slate, so I appreciate him doing that with me here to open the show. And, Godfather, just to wrap everything up, tell everyone what you have going on, where they can find you, and if you just want to give your favorite pick of the week out of everything we just went through. Yeah, you can follow me on Twitter at Philly Godfather. You can stop by the phillygodfather.com. And make sure you check out Follow the Action uh, podcast. We're on YouTube, we're on iTunes, uh, Spotify, anywhere where you get your podcast. Follow the action. It's me, John Layfield, Jonathan Coachman, and uh, Joey Odessa. I uh, love the over in the Eagles game. Love the under in the Colts-Bears uh, game. And uh, I like uh, I like Houston this week. First time. All right, there it is. Godfather's picks. I would follow it if I were you. Philly Godfather, get out of here, man. Go relax and watch the rest of this game. I appreciate your time. Good luck, guys. All right. There he is, the legend, Philly Godfather. All right, so we just ran through everything, and uh, I, I like that format with him because you can you can tell he knows what he's doing, okay? But you can tell some of the games he's just staying away from, and he's going to give you his pick, and he's he broke down everything. So if you're looking to bet a couple of those games, but you know, the Bills game, and I think he's right. You know, that's that's a really tough game to call. The Bills look unbelievable right now, but the Raiders are at home, and they upset the Saints already in the, early in the season. So there's a few games that are tough to call. Which ones do you like? We'll, we'll continue to dissect the NFL Week 4 slate, and there's still so much more to bring to you live, South Jersey, in the Prop Swap Studios on The Fix for AM 1490 Sports Betting Radio. We have John McMullen at 1030. We have Harry Mays at 11 p.m. 